Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I think it's also realizing that we are responsible. Like when you say activate our curiosity, it's intentionally putting myself in a situation where I have the ability to be creative and think. And what what's needed for that is space. Yeah. So kind of going back to what you're talking about, boredom um, and idleness. So it's, it's kind of like boredom is the start of idleness. Boredom is also the start of creativity, which is needed. So it's almost, it's like redirecting this thing that is happening, that that's already happening. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid of boredom, but know that like I'm bored. That's an opportunity to be creative and have those thoughts and like think through those things and have those conversations. And if you're in a situation where you feel stuck, it's really hard to figure out what am I passionate about? If you're bored or you feel stuck and you can't think of something, you need to talk to other people and ask them, like, man, where, where, when was the last time you remember me, remember me being excited about something? And if you don't know them, like guys in the refuge where they've known each other for a handful of weeks, often it's like, where, ask the guys around you, where did you see me excited and come to life in the past handful of weeks? What was I most excited about? Was it solving a problem? Was it helping somebody out? Was it, was it wondering about things? Was it um, having deep conversations? Or is it just getting like you, you love accomplishing things? So it's that there, there are ways to do that if you feel stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I think about, yeah, I think about um, guys in the beginning of the refuge and, the, and they're looking at potentially over a year in this process, right? And I think I would encourage you, if, if that's you, to ask yourself, like, what is it that I want? What do I want my life to look like when I, when I launch? What do I want my life to look like when I'm, when I'm reunited with my family or I'm out on my own um, working a job? You know, what do I want my life to look like? And just start to take baby steps to get there because you know, one, one of the markers of someone who is in overwhelming addiction is really struggling with impulse control. Like, I want what I want, and I want it now. And unfortunately, life just doesn't often look that way. So that's why we need to, again, be curious about our passion, because we need to notice, okay, what is it that I want? But also recognize, okay, I might not be able to have everything I want now, but I could get that over time. You know, and, and I think it's that disappointment of not getting everything I want now that then even makes us go back to where we came from. I mean, I remember a tragic story of someone that we both know, you know, last year who um, was doing so well and, but, but, you know, he was wanting to have, you know, his, his re he was wanting to reunite with his daughters in, in a way. And he had this picture in his head of what, of what, you know, this relationship with his girls could look like. And it wasn't happening, you know, in the timeline and in the way that he, that he hoped for. And part of the reason was because, you know, he had, you know, he hadn't, unfortunately hadn't been in their lives, um, for several years. And they're at this point where they're like, you know, in college age and that kind of thing. And, and they're not responding to him the way that he wanted them to. So he acts, he acted out. Right. And, um, and unfortunately, that's what we do a lot of the time. It's almost like this, I'll show you, I'll hurt me. Um, and it's, and it's almost like, unfortunately, he, he engaged in the behavior 
that led them to not want to be with him in the first place. Um, yeah. And so it's like, we gotta, we, and so I say all that to say, we have to know that that is our pattern. Like we want to get better. We realize getting better is hard and it takes time. And so then we tend to act out, right? Because it's like we, our direction typically is too short sighted and unrealistic. Right. And, and it, and it creates this sense of, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I'm just, maybe it's too much or, and it's in that place of overwhelm. It's in that place of boredom in that place of idleness in that place of just unclarified uh, direction that, or lack of direction that we, we just, we, we get stuck and we can't get out. And so again, just, we got, we got to stay, stay in our passion. What are we passionate about? You know, I wish with that individual, I wish that, you know, okay, you're passionate about reuniting with your daughters. Stay focused on that. It's just, it might take longer than you, than you initially hoped for. Yeah. And it highlights that we are not singular, like one dimensional beings. There's multiple parts to us. So like if it's, if it's your, your life at work, your physical health, your, um, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, and if you, your relationship with God and how you, how you relate to, to Jesus, if you're improving in health in one of those, it's going to look very different in how it improves. So just because like, man, if I get like, I, I do believe that if I can get the closer I get to Jesus, it improves my other relationships. But God didn't make us as just spiritual things. So if I improve my physical health, that is evidence that I can improve other relationships in my life. That's not the be all end all. Like that's kind of like where it goes sideways is when someone, well, if I can improve my physical health, everything in my life will work out. Like that's one part, but it took time to get there. Mm -hmm. And like, it might take like a year to fully like get you, get you to where you need to be. But other people might take, take five years to get where they want to be physically. And so yeah. what I mean, and the reason why I'm saying that is just because you accomplished one part and you improved one part of your life into a better relational health doesn't mean that it's going to take the same amount of time or even less. Like you can't raise all of those at the same time. And that's frustrating to people because like, I would like to say like, well, if you know, if I can get, uh, if I can have really good friends, then the relationships in my family will naturally improve, will just magically improve or um, my physical health will just improve because I have really good friends. Like that's not, that's not how it works. And so instead of being discouraged because I, you know, it, that miracle didn't happen. See, the one thing that improved as evidence that you can and you can improve things, but it took intentionality with that one specific part. Yeah. And so it just takes time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.